Welcome again, Liberty Church. My name is CB, and I've got the privilege and honor of bringing the word this morning uh, to you, to us. And uh, thank you very much, Pastor Keith and Kelly, for giving me the opportunity to leadership here, for giving me the opportunity to do this. Don't take it lightly. Amen. Big responsibility. And uh, we've got a great lesson to go through this morning. It's a two-part series entitled The Gap. Uh, the template and uh, fill-ins were written by none other than our uh, campus pastor in Holly Pond, Pastor Ian. Amen. And they're all uh, away. Everybody say hello to them. You know, praise God. We'd rather be where you are. Yes, yes, no doubt. Amen. So, um, well, listen, again, it's, it's a privilege to be here. Our foundational scripture, we're going to get right to it so I don't run over, and uh, is First Peter 1, and on your handout is First Peter 1, 7. I've added 6 because of uh, just the way I am as far as being a teacher. It's hard to take things just out of context. So be truly glad. There is a wonderful joy ahead, even though you must endure many trials for a little while. These trials, verse 7, will show that your faith is genuine. It is being tested as fire tests and purifies gold. Though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you, your faith, much praise and honor and glory on the day when Jesus Christ is revealed to the whole world. I just was reminded by the Holy Spirit, we need to pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for this time together, God. We just give it to you. Holy Spirit, speak truth to us. Bring revelation, knowledge from your word to transform our lives, God. Lord, we just thank you and praise you, Father, for what you're doing in our lives, God, and continuing to form us and mold us into the image of your dear Son, God. And we thank you, Father. And we praise you, Father, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 So, in that scripture, and I would highly recommend going and reading the other verses before and after, as gold is purified and tested by fire, so is our faith. Amen. Did you know that it takes a temperature of 1,848 degrees Fahrenheit for gold to get hot enough for all the impurities to be burnt off uh, and be considered 24 karat, almost pure gold? I mean, I don't know about you, but that's hot, amen? 1,848 degrees, actually 1,847 and change, but who's counting when you get that hot, amen? Uh, for something to be, proven to, be gen- proven to be genuine, it has to be put to the test. Uh, it takes intense pressure, again, for carbon to become diamonds over a period of time. When our faith is tested, it becomes pure. Uh, being the teacher that I am, pure is defined as not mixed or adulterated with any other substance or material. It's unalloyed, unblended, uncontaminated, 100% solid, free of any contamination. And this thought was, uh, came to me this morning in my quiet time, what if gold is never refined? What happens? If gold is never refined, it remains impure and less valuable, doesn't it? Amen? This is class participation, y'all, amen? Yes, okay. Some of y'all, it looks familiar. You got some familiar faces in here because y'all been in the classes. So, uh, praise God. Well, if, if, if gold never is refined, it remains impure and less valuable, correct? The same with our faith, okay? Our faith has to be tested to be refined. Some may say, well, gosh, Lord, I've, 
my, my, my faith is refined as much as I can't take this anymore, any more refining, right? Any more testing, Lord. You know, I don't know if I could take much more. And this was a thought I had from the Holy Spirit. Well, then stop adulterating and contaminating your faith. Amen? You know, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit, for convicting us and keeping us on track. You know, you don't read the Word, but the, read, the, the Word reads you. Did you know that? I mean, it cuts asunder between the soul and the Spirit. Amen. Let's go to another verse, and I'm, not being, I'm probably not, Nathan, going to go through all of these because of time. These are not on your handout, but they were verses that came up that were very apropos to our lesson this morning. Proverbs 17.3 says, fire tests the purity of silver and gold, but the Lord tests the heart. It's a common theme throughout the Bible that God's going to test you, right? He's going to test your heart. He's going to try it, prove, examine, and search out to see what's in there. Isaiah 48.10, I have refined you, not as silver is refined, but rather I have refined you or tested you in the furnace of suffering. If I got this on right, yes, everything okay? You hear okay? All right. Let's go to James 1. We're just going to skip to that. Um, and this, uh, as I was looking at this uh, lesson and talking with uh, Tracy about it and the grace as well, this is one of the scriptures that we actually, uh, Tracy, thought about, so we looked it up. It's James 1, verse 2. Dear brothers and sisters, when trouble comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. And we both said, well, an opportunity for great joy. When trouble comes your way, you normally run the other way, right? And I got to thinking and meditating on this. And as pastor has taught us for seven, eight, seven years, I've been here. He's taught us that the, the world is upside down and backwards to the kingdom of God, right? And to me, this is a paradigm shift, which actually is a shift in your thinking, which is a whole nother series, right, of how we think and our thought process. When trouble comes your way, consider an opportunity. Well, why, Lord? Why consider an opportunity for great joy? What, when trouble comes my way? Well, verse three is the reason that you would consider it a great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, when it is proven, your endurance has a chance to grow. Amen? Only when something is tested, as they have a chance to grow. Only when something's put under pressure and stress that it has a chance to grow. You know, and it's the same with our faith. Amen. I'm gonna skip over that next verse, Nathan, and go right into the, to, uh, you know, Jesus basically told us that tribulation, you'll have tribulation in the world. Storms, trials, tests, they're all gonna come. Uh, this, this world's been called a testing place, not a resting place. So be prepared, prepare yourself. You need to continually be preparing yourself for the next test that's coming or going through. Um, you know, when, when opportunity, the opportunity right here it talks about in James comes, if you're prepared, opportunity and preparedness meet, you're ready. Are you listening to me, church? When opportunity and preparedness meet, you're ready. If you're not preparing yourself and the opportunity comes, guess what? You're not ready. So be preparing yourself. Always, always be preparing yourself. Stay in faith. To act or think otherwise would be naive or foolish, right? I've acted that way in the past. That I can tell you. I mean, there's a lot of folks here at Liberty Church. I've been here almost seven years. They have the smell of fire on them because they're going through a test and a trial. This is a battle-tested church for sure, okay? 
A lot of folks have been through trials, tests, they've come through it. Our beloved pastor and his beautiful bride, 10 year battle, and he, he refers to it often and it gives me hope because they actually went through it and they came through it. On the other side, amen, victorious. And not only them, their family. You know, when you're going through a test and a trial, this we can personally attest to, it affects a ripple effect that affects your family. So not only are the two daughters involved with ministry with their sons-in-law, with, their, with Pastor Keith and Kelly's sons-in-law, all the whole family is involved in ministry. That is a testimony, you know, going through the trial and testing. I don't know if I, I personally don't know if I could have done it, you know? And um, God doesn't put on us more than we can, we can bear, right? Uh, but I'm sure glad that Pastor Keith and Kelly did the Hodges family did. I'm glad this place is here. It saved our family. Amen? So I'm glad they did go through it. I'm glad they, they, they went through that test and trial and they came out on the other, hand, other end successful and victorious. Amen. Um, when you're going through a test and a trial, we'll get to our first point real quickly here. Uh, I'm gonna have to really speed it up, y'all. Uh, when you're going through a test and a trial, don't ask for things to be easier. Here's a tip, folks, they don't get easier. What happens is you get better, you get stronger, you get more refined, right? You get wiser. Don't ask for easy. Ask for more wisdom. Amen? Ask to be stronger. Ask for more discernment. Amen. Look at our first, uh, our first point. The trials of life oftentimes feel like gaps in our lives. We thank God we're not where we once were, but yet... We still find ourselves frustrated. We're not where we want to be. Anybody ever felt like that? Amen. Uh, I've had several gaps in my life, you know. Um, could write a book on it. Gaps are rough seasons in your marriage, your family, your finances, you know, your faith. Where's God? Lord, where are you? <laughs> where are you, Lord? You're not answering me, you know. This is a gap. This is a test, you know. Um, I walked through the doors here seven years ago, folks. Can you believe it's been that long? Seven years ago, I walked through the door, depressed, divorced, on the verge of losing my home. I'd already lost my business. Quite the furnace of affliction, that I can tell you. You know? But thank God for Liberty Church. Thank God for praying family. Uh, thank God for our, my father and mother-in-law, Thank God Almighty. You know, it wasn't until I surrendered all and I trusted God did it turn around, right? Let me give you some hope. You were in the midst of a gap. I'm the first graduate of the Sunshine House. You know, we just talked about that this morning. Hang tough and press in, y'all. Thank God for Liberty Church. Thank God for the Sunshine House. Uh, the fruit of it is standing right here before you today. We're, we're, we're serving on the dream team. You know, all of you who gave and put time and effort in, you know, there's too many to, 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 to go through this morning, but thank you. The glory goes to Almighty God. Amen. Um, hey, listen, my brothers and sisters in the house, um, you know, I've got some firsthand experience with dealing with it. Uh, hang tough. Uh, testing produces endurance. The fact or power endurance is uh, defined as the fact or power of withstanding an unpleasant or difficult process or situation without giving way or giving up. You're in a test right now. Pass the test. Embrace change. 
You know, Tracy and I are now remarried, back together as a family. She had the uh, term for our family, Browns Restored, and we are indeed restored. Hey, we're still not where we want to be by any means. You know, we're still working through things. But we have learned to stay in faith and trust God's timing. You know, I've learned to stay connected, humble, and submitted. Um, praise God. Well, this is life, isn't it? Um, are we going to believe God through the trials and tests of life? Let's press in, church, now. Especially now, we're living in perilous times, if you haven't noticed. We're living in very perilous times. Time is short, in my opinion. Stay prepared. All hands on deck. Amen. Everybody, all hands on deck. God's calling us out, Liberty Church. He's calling us out, and he's calling us up to fulfill your ministry. Amen. We need all hands on deck. Amen. Uh, Jesus is our example. You know, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Has anybody ever been under such intense pressure and testing that you sweat blood? You know, I haven't. Well, what gets us through? Let's look at our next, our, our verse. Hebrews 11.1. 1. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Um, that's the NLT version. I like the uh, NASB uh, version myself. Is now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things unseen or not seen. Um, faith says you have it now. Faith is now. We speak as God spoke and we call things that be not as though they were. We speak that we're healed now, we're whole now. Faith says you have it now and you stand on that. Well, I don't see it in the physical realm where you, you walk by faith and not by sight. Faith is the evidence and proof that you have it now. Amen, church? Um, in this dispensation that we're in, in this, in this age of the Christian age, most of the change is in the unseen realm. You know, has anybody ever seen Jesus? Anybody ever seen Jesus? I know he's visited. You've seen Jesus, praise God. We got one, that's good. Um, you know, you, you've seen Jesus? Well, listen, you've seen him? Praise God. Well, I've never seen him physically. You know, I know he has visited people, but we still love him, don't we? Right? You, you, do you believe Jesus? Yes. Have you ever seen him? No. Most folks haven't. Do you love Jesus? Yes. Have you ever seen him? No. Well, how do you love and believe him if you've never seen him? How, folks? Faith. Amen. And you know what the reward of that faith is? You know what the end of that faith is, is it, is it teaches in Peter? It's the reward and end of that faith is the salvation of your soul. Amen? Now, that's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, them, you know, are we able to shout and dance in church, praise God, amen? Um, that's pretty darn good. Next, the next uh, fill-in. We all have gaps in our lives. Your gaps are necessary because your faith is necessary. Our gaps are directly related to our faith. Um, let's go to the verse, Hebrews eleven six. It's impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must diligently, must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him, who diligently seek him. Um, you know, as a young Christian man, um, didn't know anything, anything about the Bible, anything about prayer, anything about anything. Uh, got radically saved as a 22-year-old young man, and I would seek God every day. 
I would just get on my face before God and, and ask him questions and then listen. And I would just sit there and listen and listen and listen. I didn't feel anything, didn't, didn't, didn't uh, hear anything, but I would come back day after day after day after day and do that because I, I believe God exists, amen, by faith. It's impossible to please God without faith. And God miraculously showed up in my life as a young man in a miraculous, powerful way. He let me taste of his, his glorious power, the manifest presence of his power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. I don't have time to get into it today, but it just showed up. And the reason I believe is because I came to him and believed. I believe that he exists. Do you believe, church? Do you believe that he exists? Amen. Let's go to our next point. God uses our gaps to grow our faith, keep us focused on him, and keep us dependent on him. If everything was all good, we wouldn't need God, right? I need you, uh, Lord, every day. I need you daily. Jesus taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread. Uh, God taught dependence on him daily with the children of Israel by supplying their needs daily. If they hoarded it up for several days at a time, what would happen to it? It would ruin, wouldn't it? So it's daily. I think a lot of us have this mindset. We have, we have this mindset of give us this year, Lord, our yearly provision, and I'll see you this time next year. You know? It doesn't work that way, does it? I need God every day. I don't know about you. Uh, we were uh, getting ready for this lesson. I was under pressure um, on my job, what I do for a living. I'm not a preacher, by the way. I'm more of a teacher of the word. We own an insurance agency, so I need a certain amount of production for a contest and also just for what we need to do for the month. So I'm under stress, getting prepared for this, doing that. And I'm talking to my daughter, Grace, one morning before school, and she goes, well, Didi, why don't you just do what you're going to teach everybody else to do? <laughs> right? And I'm like, now hold on, say that again. Why don't you just do, put into practice, what you're going to teach everybody else to do, and you'll be just fine. Right? I said, now hold on, let me write that one down. I mean, who's teaching, what, who's teaching over at that church over there, huh? That, who's, the, who's your youth pastors? Yeah? Well, tell them to keep on doing it, you know? I said, well, you're right, honey. So what I did was I, Lord, this is a test and a trial. I'm going to go to you in faith and believe you. I'm going to believe you, God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I, in my quiet time that morning, I'm like, because um, this is early when we get up, and uh, so I'm like, doing my quiet time and I'm, I fell on my face before God and said, Lord, I need this specific number of, this specific production number, very specific to the penny. I need that today, Lord, today, amen? You know, I'm, I'm under this pressure. I need it today. So I'm, I'm wrapping up the day after a long day on, in the field, seeing a lot of people. I'm wrapping up everything. I leave somebody's house about 9.30 in the evening and they, was, they were a pastor. He was a pastor of a church. He and his, his wife, they pastor a church over in uh, somewheresville, Alabama, away from here. And um, Fockville, I think. I get, I, get, I get in the car and I'm adding up everything for the day and it's to the penny what I asked for. To the penny. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Amen. 
And then I'm telling Tracy, was it the next morning, honey? Probably the next morning. I'm saying, you know what God did yesterday? You know, I was under this test, this trial, and I'm asking him, you know, they, he, that's exactly everything I asked for. It's right. Look at it, honey. And she goes, that's the exact number I prayed for yesterday morning too, my, my quiet tongue. Isn't God good? If we trust him, amen? If we trust him, um, goodness. let's go to our next point. As we pray, believe, and wait for God to bring us through our gap, we will be required to activate our faith by activating our praise. Well, I don't feel like it. Well, there you go, going by your feelings again. Amen? We're to walk by faith and not by sight. We're to walk by faith and not by our feelings, folks. I can tell you my feelings are up one day and down the next sometimes. Up one hour and down the next, right? You going to go by your, by your feelings? No. You know? I mean, uh, who asked you if you felt like it or not? Do it anyway, right? I don't feel like praising God. Well, the Bible says to put on a garment of praise. It says put it on. Amen? You know why you have to put it on? Because it's not natural. You know what's natural? Pride. Right? That's right. Pride is natural. So you got to put on the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. When you get up in the morning, you put on garments. God inhabits the praises of his people. When you praise God through your trials, it releases his presence. It releases his power. It releases grace in your life to make it through it encourages you it builds your faith but you must do it as an act of your will i learned this early on in my christian walk start off in the flesh end up in the spirit you start off in the flesh you end up in the spirit you just do it as an act of your will you make yourself do it your quiet time your praise time your prayer time coming to church i don't feel like going this morning that's probably when you need to go the worst the most right amen Forsake not the assembling yourselves together. That's a whole nother, that's a whole, I've got to get going here. Um, that's, that's the same, that, that, this, no, I can't, up. I'm going to go over. Um, start off in the flesh, end up in the spirit. Lamentations 3.24 is our next verse. I say to myself, the Lord is my inheritance, my portion. Therefore, I will hope in him. Our praise is what sustains us. Finding your praise grants access to your breakthrough. I was dry bones when I first got here, folks. Dead spiritually. It wasn't until I found my praise that I get a breakthrough. Amen? Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Um, Psalms 40, 30, 40 and verse 3, He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what He has done and be amazed. Amen. They will put their trust in the Lord. Take courage, a new song to declare the beginning of a new season in your life. Amen. A couple of closing thoughts, and I think we're about to, yeah, we gotta, we gotta get going here. Um, faith is the proof, folks, you're gonna make it through this gap. Stay connected to the vine. Jesus is the vine. Don't isolate yourself. Proverbs teaches us, he who separates himself seeks his own desire. He quarrels against all sound wisdom. I quarreled for a long time against sound wisdom. For those from Lacey Springs, that means fight. Okay? You guys laughed the 8 a.m. service didn't. Thank you. So don't separate yourself. Join a small group. Lock arms with other believers. 
Here's my last couple of thoughts and we'll wrap it right up. Listen to me, folks. You know what? You know what? What? Okay, good. It's only in the furnace of testing and fire you'll find out what you're made of and who you truly are. Did you hear me? You'll come out either as genuine and pure as gold or you'll be burnt up. Amen? Are you genuine or fake? Time and testing will tell. Amen? Will you pass the test? With Jesus, yes. How? Keeping your eyes on Him. Letting Him mold and conform you continually to His image. Repent and trust Him today, folks. And this is me talking. My last, last thing to say here before we go into time of prayer. This is me talking to you. All right? I'd rather go through 80 to 90 years of testing and trials on this earth. Listen to me. Trusting my Lord and Savior and found to be genuine than to be burned up as a fake for eternity in a place called hell. Amen? Repent and follow Jesus today while there's still time. I say this in love because of how much the Father loves us. Amen? Amen. Well, listen. Uh, we're going to go into a time of prayer. And as our prayer team comes up, um, would you please stand up and just stand to your feet, folks. And I want to talk to those who maybe have never surrendered their life to Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, if you have never surrendered your life, if you never made that decision and commitment to him, uh, I want you to come down here and have one of our prayer team pray for you. Let's everybody bow their heads as we go into a time of prayer. And if you've never made the, Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life, would you slip up your hand? If the Holy Spirit is working on you and convicting you right now, that's the Holy Spirit tugging at you and asking and, and wooing you to Him. Okay? Okay. I want everybody, if you need prayer for any reason, Pastor's been talking about faith for the last several series. If you need prayer for any reason, folks, I need prayer every day, okay? The leadership team up here needs prayer every day. Don't be embarrassed. If you need prayer for any reason, please come down and see one of our prayer team members. They'll pray for you. All right, they'll agree with you. They'll anoint you with oil. And by faith, amen, we're going to stand with you in by faith for the answer for you. Amen. Lord, we just thank you for this time together, God. Thank you, Father, for drawing all those. Holy Spirit, I ask you to draw every person, Lord, that needs prayer right now, Father. In Jesus' name, amen.